Welcome back to Everyday Man of God Ministries. I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming back and listening. I want to talk a little bit about Afghanistan, <clears throat> since that's in the news, um, which is interesting because I was going to talk about Afghanistan when it came to COVID-19. In fact, I did drop a video on YouTube, uh, not on Rumble. I did not do it on Rumble. My phone, if anybody listens to me, I usually do. Uh, my phone is connected to YouTube that I use, or my old phone. I have a new phone that's not connected. But anyways, I don't want to bore you with the details of that. But I did talk about COVID-19 along with Afghanistan today. So what I did talk about, and I'm going to tell you briefly here, I don't have the, all the numbers in front of me right now, but Afghanistan, actually I can pull them up. Afghanistan is coming here. And we all know that they've been infiltrating here for a while, the uh, Muslim community or the, uh, the, the Islamic terrorist, not just Muslims, because that would be racist and xenophobic. But there are bad people that are going to be in those crowds that are coming over. And when they say they're being vetted, please, give me a break. That's not happening. We know it's not happening. There is a goal. Most of you who listen to me or watch my videos, you know that there is a goal to destroy this country. It's been ongoing for quite a while. But I want to talk about Afghanistan's COVID-19 first. Or I am going to, I should say. They had 7,000 deaths. They were 13th. So I'm doing a study, and I'm going to be dropping this whole study, I hope. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll have a whole study by next week. Um, I will be dropping different videos with each country uh, with their leading causes of death in the COVID timeline. Um, it's a tedious one I was doing, but I just felt I should do it. I you know, felt the Lord was directing me to do such a thing. So Afghanistan, the 13th leading cause of death was COVID. Not the first, not the second, not the third, the 13th. They had 7,070 deaths. They have over 38 million people in that country, and they had 7,000 deaths. They had 152,000 cases. Well, that's not the exact number. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the exact number. 152,511 cases. 7,070 deaths. COVID-19. What was the number one cause of death in Afghanistan? No, I know what you're thinking. War. That's not it. Coronary heart disease. 52,625 people died of coronary heart disease. That's what, seven times? Eight times, whatever, seven times, seven, whatever, seven times, ah, seven times, seven, interesting. Um, that's coincidence, but interesting. That's way more. Are you kidding me? Second leading cause of death was, you guessed it, war. That took 44,000 people. In fact, the flu was third at 27,000. Here's something for kicks and giggles, I guess you can say. You know what there was more of 
than COVID-19 deaths? Road traffic accidents. More people died in road traffic accidents instead of COVID-19. Yeah, but Steve, you got to understand, COVID-19 is catchy. Okay. But not as dangerous as coronary heart disease, apparently. And you're going to see that's a trend, actually, in a lot of the countries. A lot of them. Afghanistan. What do we know about Afghanistan? Well, we know a lot of Afghan things about Afghanistan that I'm not even going to get into because you already know pretty much all of it. There's pretty much nothing you don't know about it, especially if you follow biblical timelines. You know they uh, they are Islam. You know what's going on. They were with with it, not for. I don't think it's for. Some people say for. Uh, regardless, they're definitely working with. If not for, they're definitely working with. The Vatican always have. Remember, they're bridging the gap. You know, you got those programs out there. But Pakistan, I'm sorry, Afghanistan was part of what? Many moons ago? Well, Persia. Yet Iran, Pakistan, Turkey, Afghanistan. I think, uh, what's that country above there? Turkmenistan, uh, Turkin, I can't remember what it's called. It's up to the, um, uh, I'm trying to look at the map in my head. It's up in the right-hand corner of what would have been the Persian Empire spreads all the way to India. That's coming back. We're not getting Afghanistan back. And nor should we. But that alliance is forming, along with Gog and Magog. And Gomer, that's coming. What's Gomer? That's over in, uh, um, I'm sorry, the UK. And they're part of that. From my understanding. Do you not see how it's all falling into place? We're getting ever so closer to that timeline. Oh, but Trump is going to save us. Donald J. Trump is going to save us from that. I don't think so, my friends. I believe that he's just as much as a part of it. Now, I don't think he was originally an elite part of it. But I think there's things that he learned while being there, as they always do. He went from the fluke of winning that presidency. Now, I don't know that he'll win it again, but a Trump-like candidate figure will win. I'm, I'm certain of it. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm pretty certain. I'm, I'm willing to uh, uh, go out on a limb and say it's going to happen. But here's the thing. Peace is not going to come, not even with Trump. So peace is not going to come and then suddenly the end of the world's here. I really don't believe that. I really don't believe that. I believe when Trump comes back, or a Trump-like person, you're going to see the opposite of what you see now. The vaccinated people are persecuting the unvaccinated, along with just Christians, born-again believers. There's a persecution going on. Now that will eventually flip, where it'll be the unvaccinated who then persecute the vaccinated. It won't be the born-again believers who will be doing it, because that's not the style. But it's going to flip, and you're going to see a lot of people dying. And I'm thinking to myself, along with my son the other night, how are they going to get from that 300-plus million 
to 100 million population. You can't kill that many people overnight. And yes, I believe there are many going to be dying in two to five years. And I couldn't fathom how that's going to happen. It wasn't making sense to me. Because when you break down the numbers, you divide it. You got to come up with, what, over 200 million people dead in a short period of time. How is that going to happen? There's going to be complications. There's going to be blame. There's going to be uh, miscommunication, or they'll tell you anyways. So millions are going to die from this COVID-19 vaccine. Millions. You've already lost... 600 or something thousand. But the vaccine's going to kill more. And then the booster shots are going to kill more. I think you're going to see millions dying over the next few years. And I believe there will be a civil war or something along those lines. Not about race. It'll be obviously about ideology and freedoms and this and that. And millions more are going to die. There's going to be bloodsheds and bloodshed in the streets. There's going to be no one going to jobs. I could be wrong. But as I look at it, I can't see it going any other way to get to the number we're going to get to. There's going to be a lot of people dying. And a lot of people in the churches are going to turn on each other. They already have. They've already turned on each other as it is. You see it all the time, the division of the these pastors and preachers saying, get vaccinated, it's the right thing, God says so, and the other ones don't. Oh, you know, I just got a text, and I don't, well, not just at this very second, but I got a text a little earlier from somebody uh, from my job, from where I work, and I'm going to pull it up because it's very interesting. This is a very good, uh, um, I don't know if you want to call it segue, but I want to talk about this for the mo this moment. So the gentleman I work with texts me, and he says to me, I, I wish you were here just now to see how this 89-year-old Christian woman damned him to hell for not swearing to Jesus himself and pray at a church for forgiveness for my sins. Not my sins, his sins, but what she was, he was writing from his point of view. Also, she prays that I take the vaccine to defend myself from the virus as it's God's will and demand to take it. I said to him, why do I always miss these people? But that's what's going on right there. You have people in the church buildings. Why are they divided? It's really simple of why they're divided in the church buildings. Because they're divided in the Bible as well. They don't even read this thing half the time. They remember some of it when they were younger, and they remember a quote here and there, some popular ones they might have seen on, on coffee cups, coffee mugs, or a little uh, a little thing on Facebook and daily devotional or something like that. But I don't believe that they fully read it, and I'm guaranteeing you some have not fully read it. I've known some people who said, said well, I didn't really read, I never read that part or this part. Now, I'm a New Testament guy. Old Testament's very important. I'm more New Testament. Uh, I know more about the New Testament than I do about the Old Testament. I'm quicker to talk about the New Testament, or I should not say talk about it. I'm quicker to, 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 to respond to a conversation with something from the New Testament than I am the Old Testament. 
and my wife is the opposite. She know she she can more go by heart the Old Testament than she can the New Testament, even though she's incredibly uh, br brilliant in my mind in both fields, or both uh, sections, the Old and New, both Testaments. But the church buildings are divided, and they're telling each other separate things. Now, what I'm seeing now, I saw a guy named Jimmy DeYoung, some prophecy guy. I think I've, wa I've actually watched a video, and I might think I watched a video of him before talking about America and Trump and stuff like that. Um, I don't know a lot about this guy, but apparently he supposedly died of COVID-19. And then I see something from this Melissa Joan Hart person who came up. Uh, she's a uh, professing Christian. I, I don't know that she is or not. Um, she came down with COVID-19, and she says she wished she would have, uh, she wished she would have been forced to wear, ha have her kids wear masks in school. I thought to myself, why do you have your kids in school? If anyone can not have them in school, it'd be someone of her wealth. And when I mean wealth, I don't mean like she's a super millionaire. But if regular, everyday people can homeschool their children, you think she definitely could. So. She should have never been. I understand there are some Christians out there who feel that they're forced to send their kids to school because they have nobody to watch them. And they don't have the time. And I blame Christian schools also. We were looking at Christian schools a, a few years ago, looking into them, thinking that that might be the way. And I'm glad we didn't, obviously. I'm glad we, we went the road of homeschooling. Easy for me to say, since I don't, I don't do as much of the homeschooling as my wife. That's really her field. I chime in every now and then, you know. I play principal, you know. Um, but it can be done. Oh, what I was saying is about these schools, I mean, the tuitions were astronomical. And I thought to myself, if you really wanted those schools out of, out of the kids out of those public schools... Why would you charge so much? If you were truly born again and you're Christian and you cared about God and doing what's right, well, why do you charge so much? To keep the lights on at the building? I don't know. Can't keep that, that expensive. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. But at home, it doesn't cost that much. Not at all. So, in that aspect, I'd say everybody... Homeschool your kids, but the Christians are going to be turned against each other as they always already have been doing, and you're seeing them more and more actually in the news and this pastor and this preacher, and you know who those people are? Those are plants. No, not the outside plants of the house plant or the plant outside in the garden. Those are plants of the devil from the uh, the government, the Vatican, the Jesuits. Yeah, I'm a right wing conspiracy when it comes to that, I guess. I'm just kidding, I'm not right-wing at all. There's no right-wing. That's the wrong way. The left is the wrong way. But right in the middle, there's, there's someone. He's a mediator. It's Jesus. He's where both sides should come to. Right in the middle. We have these people calling themselves Christians... And they've built quite the following of people. Because you know why? The ears. They're tickled. They hear exactly what they want to hear when they go. They don't want to hear 
that their lives are miserable without Jesus. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear that if they truly follow Jesus and uh, to be Christ-like and worship God, they, they don't want to hear the fact that they may, may be uh, persecuted, that they may have to give up things. Oh, some will say, I'm, I'm willing to give it up. It's the same people driving in a nice BMWs and Mercedes. You think I'm kidding. I'm not. That's real. With the beautiful, you know, $20,000 cars and the $400,000 homes. Go to a church. Actually, never mind, don't go to church. But those of you who have been in a church building, do you remember the cliques? That's right. A church has a clique. It shouldn't, but it does. These are the same people who say, you know, we have to be uh, loving towards Islam and loving towards Afghanistan and, and you know these the Taliban you know we just we need to we need to reach out to them they, we just that's all we really just need to we, you know what they need they need love they need gospel track no they don't they are on that one path and and they're not getting off of it well the ones that are higher up in the chain they're not getting off that path followers you got a chance at those people you got a chance to spread the truth to them. Because there have been people who have been converted. But the hardcore? Good luck with that. Love? I'm going to guess you love your child. I love my kids. Do you discipline your kids? Do they get in trouble? Do you chastise them? Well, isn't that loving? Is it not loving? I don't understand. We chastise Afghans, the Taliban, and all of them. But that's just a drop in the bucket of what's coming. Some bad times are coming. I've been saying it for a long time. Many, many of the people I know that are believers, they know it's coming. Do I know 100% when or how I'm going to handle it? No. I mean, I... You know basically how you're going to handle it, but you don't know what, what situation you're going to be in when it happens that you're going to handle. I said in a comment on a video, I says, you know, I'm not looking to be a martyr. I'm not a Baptist. I'm not a Catholic. So I'm not looking to be a martyr. But if I have to die for God, then so be it. When Jesus died for me. He spilled his blood for me and you. So I think if I'm going to lose my life, yeah, I'm okay with that because I'm only losing my life. I'm saving no one other than my family. I'm not dying for anyone's sins. Jesus did. So if he can do that, so can I. So the flesh of Jesus can die. Try to think of a better way to say that because obviously he was manifest in the flesh. God. Yeah, I, I think it's okay for me to do it. But again, it's easier for me to say than do because we're not there at that moment. So Trump is not going to come back and he's not going to save you. 
Obviously, Biden's not going to save you. There is no politician on the face of this planet that's going to save you. Well, except the Antichrist when he shows. Then there'll be peace. For a brief time. You only have one place to turn. It's the Bible. Read it. There's only one who can save you. Jesus. There's only one way. Jesus. It is literally that simple. So when we're talking about the COVID-19 in Afghan, oh, there's a lot of things going on. And more are coming. Don't get vaccinated. Don't quit your job. Let them fire you. But really stock up. Don't stock up in a bunker that you're going to ride out for the next 30 years. That's not going to happen. You're not riding out anything that long. Because it ain't going to be that long. Once everything goes, once everything is at full throttle, it is not going to be 30 years that you need to worry about. It's going to be much less time. So for me and my family, we're trying to prepare ourselves for the next couple of years. And after that, we'll see what's going on. What I will do is protect my family, prepare for my family, stock up on food and clothing the best that I can. And I'll go in whatever direction the Lord tells me to do. He says, sell this place, I'll sell it and move on. We have to be vigilant about whatever we're doing. There is no more time for casual prayers. I know. I've been there too. I'm still there sometimes not praying enough. We, we only prayed, or at least on my behalf, I only prayed three times today. That's it. Three times. That's not enough. Not enough. That's not including supper. Supper would be four, I guess, but... We need to be ready. The time is literally at hand. So Afghanistan, they're not going back to America. This is just a step. Now we're in the beginning of the uniting uh, the old Persian Empire. In my belief, Iran, Pakistan, yeah, Turkey. Even though Turkey, they say, it would be part of Russia, kind of with Gog and Mega. Uh, China, India coming in that direction. We're here. Look at these hurricanes. Boom, 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 back to back. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry, I should have said it at the top. Yeah. Those of you who are getting hit by the hurricane, because I'm right in it, it's going to hit me tomorrow. Um, I don't know what the strength is going to be. I'm here in Connecticut. I'm not in the southern part. I'm in the northern part. Um, it's going to hit us, and it's going to be tough. We've just got the generator, and I know it's off topic. This is more of a guy thing, I guess. Uh, got the generator up and running, so... Finally tested that thing to make sure it's working, so that's good. A lot of things going on. A lot of things. And I look around, and I know it is what it's supposed to be. But it still makes me sad to know that not only the outside world going on, it's... People are just not caring and have that much hate for not only God, but for one another. 
it breaks your heart. But I guess what's even worse is when you see those who call themselves Christians and all the infighting. And 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 I don't and I know some of them. It's really well, actually, a majority of them. It's really because of their pastors. Instead of really immersing themselves in the Bible, they follow what the pastor says, or the priest, or the rabbi. And sometimes they immerse themselves and then ask if they immerse themselves properly, and they get advice like, this is how I read it, and they say, no. I know that's not what it says because I'm a theologian. I study at Tennessee or the Dallas, what is it, Dallas Theologian, whatever it is. Or the Pentecostal, or not Pentecostal, Pensacola Bible Institute or something like that. I think that's a Baptist place. Or whatever Jesuit university you went to. The Bible is a much easier in a lot of places to understand. I think we overthink some areas because I think we want there to be more mystery to some sections than there really are. And then there are other areas that take a little more understanding. I understand that. Ha, I understand this more understanding. That was an interesting sentence. This is going to be one of my shorter videos because I want to make this quick. But I will say, uh, tune in next Thursday. Or maybe Saturday. But Thursday I'm hoping to have the rest of this done. Look, uh, Check out my YouTube uh, channel and uh, Rumble. I'll be dropping videos over there. Um, I might do them mostly on YouTube because we got to get to the lost world. Until they ban me uh, and, and just shut my account completely down, which is fine. I'm, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I, I'm on Rumble, obviously, if you follow me. I just said it. But uh, we need to be ready. I mean, I don't know how, what else I can say and how much, how much more I can be clear about that. We have to be ready. We can't just keep on going, not myself, but you can't keep on going to these buildings and thinking it's going to be okay. You cannot, as evangelicals and Protestants, going, yeah, Trump's going to win this all back and we're going we're gonna to be great and make America great again. His presidency was really to rip the veil off of things. To really, instead of the vaccines and the warp speed, the warp speed to the end. And those people who are dying from COVID-19 and the churches and, and, and all that, and people are being, or the people are being exposed for their lies and hypocrisy, it's a separation. The Lord is separating. A little here, a little there, separating. And back to what I was trying to say earlier about the hurricanes, and they're going back to back to back to back to back. We got some troubles, my friends. The earth is doing some interesting things. Part of me is a little sad. Part of me is happy. Happy that eventually the catching away is coming. Sad that a lot of people are going to miss it. I have an older son. I don't know if he's going to make it. And it breaks my heart. Every once in a while, I almost break into tears when I'm in the truck. So he may not go. And 
That makes me sad. So for those of you out there who think like that and give other family members that may not go, that's just a fact. Not everybody you love is going to make it. It's just the way it's going to be. But you can't let that stop you from you believing what you believe. Don't compromise on anything because the devil will use someone you love to tear you away from God. I appreciate you tuning in. This was a different type of path on this uh, podcast I went today. A little different direction. Been much shorter than the last uh, several ones I've done. But get ready for the Thursday or Saturday, depending on. It's going to be uh, a bit longer. So you might want to get the popcorn ready. And to finish it off again, to my brothers and sisters who are living in the New England area, in New York, in the Long Island area, I pray that you'll get to safety. I pray that you'll be okay. You might lose a few valuable things that you think are valuable, but they're only things. Trust me. I had a house burned down. It's only things. They can be replaced. People can't. So I pray that you're going to be okay. I wish everybody good luck in the New England area. I wish good luck to everybody, but because of the hurricane and in my area, or I think it's going to be Category 1 at the moment, um, just keep praying that it passes over you and, you know, a few branches maybe down, but... It's easier to clean your backyard or branches than it is to mend your house or your body. And with that, I say I love you. God bless. And I will see you in the next podcast. Or I'm sorry, I will talk to you in the next podcast. Good night.